Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. How do you track your networking success? Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always, my buddy Kevin Snow, the sales and automation tactician and genius. And on this episode, we're going to really dive into how do you track your networking so you know that it's actually working for your business. Right. So this is a question that I got asked all the time at a certain period of my life, people would always come up to me and say, well, I don't think this networking thing works. And um, number one question I would always ask is, well, how do you know? And no one can ever freaking give me a good answer because no one ever actually paid attention to their numbers. I know it was really super frustrating for me because everyone was saying, well, I'm not, this isn't generating any revenue for me. And then I'd pull up the numbers that we were tracking and it'd be like, well, you received 50 referrals last year. Did you not close any of them? Well, I, I probably did. You have to track your numbers. And I, I can't comprehend how people can do any type of marketing and not know what type of results they're getting and not be able to, to say, yes, this my money's actually working well for me and I'm, I'm spending it in the right way. Nice. Uh, no, I think you're right. I, I I learned kind of the hard way to start looking at what I was doing and making sure it was a successful endeavor. Man, we're both kind of stumbling over our <laughs> words today, so we're gonna we're gonna muscle through this motherfucker today. But you know. So, I mean, early on for me, I can tell you that I was the networker, man. That guy that was just fucking everywhere. I was at every event doing, every after hour doing, every luncheon, uh, every ribbon. I mean, anything I could do to be around people, I was at. And I remember sitting down with my boss at the time, and he looked at me, and he asked me a really fascinating question. And he said, Donnie, you're doing all this stuff. Everybody in town knows who you are. He goes, I can't go anywhere without somebody bringing up your name. 
He goes, but do you know what's working for you? Do you know what's actually bringing in business? Do you know where your money's coming from, from all these activities? And I had to look at him and say, actually, no. He goes, so why are you doing all this stuff if you don't know what's working? So I had to come up with a way to figure out where I was spending my time that was actually making money for everything that we were doing. And it wasn't an easy activity to take out all the activities that you're doing and put them somewhere to where you can track and see where success comes from. So I had to put together a process. And I think, you know, for a lot of people, they're just winging it out there in hopes that if they meet enough people, that business is going to work for them. And that's what Kevin and I are going to kind of walk you through is how it's a surefire way to go broke. So Kevin, for you, I mean, how did you come upon the idea of really tracking your stats and figuring out where you should be spending your time? So for anyone that listens to the show, you all know I'm super analytical, so I like numbers. So it was it, it always just made sense to me. Even when I was doing corporate sales, I was tracking all my numbers. I knew how many calls I needed to make to get an appointment. I knew how many appointments I needed to get a sale. And, and I knew what events were generating revenue for me and because I did a lot of association marketing for when I was at Nextel. Uh, so I was working with specific industrial industry associations. So and I was tracking. All right. So this one's getting me business. This one's not. Hey, marketing, we don't need to pay money for this because I haven't sold a damn thing. Uh, but we got to keep this one because every time I talk to someone, they're like, oh, my God, let's meet. So tracking was always a big thing for me because that's how I figured out what was working for me and what wasn't and how I improved. Uh, so the, when I got into the big networking piece. It just made perfect sense for me as well to be able to track, you know, am I closing business? Am I getting the right stuff? And to be able, it helped me then be able to adjust what I was telling people and how I was teaching my network to introduce me. Because if I was getting a bunch of crappy stuff, crappy referrals, obviously I was saying something wrong and I was teaching them the wrong way. So it, it was just a natural progression for me. And then I took it to that next step where I started tracking my referral partners and figuring out which of my referral partners were really performing and which ones I need to spend more time with or which ones I need to cut loose. So for me, it just over time, it kept growing and it became just a key way that I did business uh, because I learned really quick that I'm not good at time management. So I need to make sure what I'm spending time on is actually the right stuff. Uh, so that, you know, then I could focus and make sure I was, you know, wasn't getting distracted by this next cool thing that was going to make me rich. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and, and I love that because is, you know, mine came from a question at, in, asked to me. But what's fascinating about hearing your side of it in comparison to what I knew is I was doing everything you talked about as well. I mean, in sales, you cannot find success if you don't know what's working and what's not working from tracking your cold calls, you know, tracking your conversations and where everything's going and all the branches and moving parts. And I had just not applied that to networking. It was the one sales activity I was doing that I legitimately just wasn't tracking to make sure it was a successful, you know, type yep. thing. So for me, you know, some of the first things that I had to do was to figure out, okay, 
what is actually working. And what I realized as I looked at all my sales tracking that um, I had one commonality that I was tracking everywhere else that luckily, anytime I had a prospect in the pipeline, I tracked what was my first touch. So that helped me out tremendously. So, so I think no matter where or what you're tracking in sales, the first thing you got to understand is where did you first meet or come in contact with this person? Um, and that's how I started with my stats. And, network. and it's, it's funny because that's the one thing that most small businesses don't track. When I would go in and I was doing sales well, from a marketing or yeah, sales standpoint, totally. When I would walk yeah. into a client and ask them, "All right, so where are you getting your clients from? You know, what's the number one source?" They they would have to guess. You know, they weren't tracking <laughs> that. Hey, this is was a uh, marketing lead. This is a, they they didn't even know if it was marketing or sales lead if they were that advanced and had a marketing program going on. But they didn't know if it was or what's the difference. Or, yeah, exactly. What's the difference? <laughs> you know, but they couldn't tell me. Well, this these people called in. They reached out proactively. These were cold calls. This was a networking thing. This is from the ad that we placed in this industry mag. You know, they they didn't know where how, what was making their phone ring, which is really scary because you you mentioned earlier that not tracking is the quickest way to go broke, and and I I believe that's absolutely true. Because if you don't know what you're spending your money on and the results you're getting, you're just going to keep spending money and hope it works. Hope. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I go. go I was going to say hopium is a thing, but it, it's not an, it's yeah. not an effective way to run your business. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I go back to, and I'm sure you did kind of the same thing, is when you're doing all the lunches and all the happy hours and everything, I mean, you're spending money on food, you're drinking, you know, so you're spending a lot of cash. And if you don't know what the return on that investment, if you don't look at it like an investment, you're not playing the game right. But if you don't understand what the return on those investments are, and some of them were organizations you had to be a part of, you know, associations you paid fees on. And you need to know that the money you were investing in was actually paying out. And, you know, starting off by by tracking what that first touch was, uh, it was a fascinating exercise for me to go back and look at my CRM and which for me has always been an Excel spreadsheet because I never got fancy. Um, but, you know, that first touch allowed me to say, OK, did they come from a chamber? Did they come from an after hour? Did they come from an association? And that first time I actually sat down and went, okay, where's all my business coming from? It was a quick eye opener because they weren't coming from the after hour activities. Yep. Right? They weren't coming from all the drinking and stuff. They were coming from the morning breakfasts and they were coming from the associations and they were coming from the things that I was actively participating in. And it was the first time that I really realized, I really realized that, you know, CEOs do breakfast, middle management does lunch, and your salespeople do after hours. And it was a fascinating eye-opening moment for me because I realized that I could give up the after hours and all that time I could spend in my, my family and double down on doing things in the mornings or doing the associations and things that were working really, really, really well for me. Yeah, I so I had the same thing with the associations as well. It, it was really cool because Nextel had a really nice marketing budget and I could come to them and say, hey, I want to join this association. They'd say, okay, cool. Uh, but at some point, then they'd come back and ask me if it was being successful. And I'd be like, crap, 
Uh, so I then I had to figure that out how to. No, I just wanted to spend your yeah, money. No, it, success. I just wanted to go drink. But you know, so then I had to figure that out, and you realize that I moved the you know the same tracking stuff I did for cold calling to my associations. But you know, I really quickly stopped doing all those after hour events as well. There, there's a big event called uh, I think it's called Network After Work, and it's basically mm-hmm. just a giant party. And I went to it a couple. Yeah, that's a great. Way I went to it, it a couple times, and I had a, I had a lot of fun, met a lot of people, but th- they were all salespeople. I think I'm. Yeah, completely pointless as far as you know, growing. I, I met maybe a business owner, you know, and and which was yep. cool. But yeah, it was it was fun. Lots of drinks. Uh, spent lots of money. Uh, and I didn't get anything off of it. So you know it. I really then got more back into the association piece where they were doing actual stuff that owners wanted to be involved in. Yeah, I love it. And this is why you got to track because this will highlight that you're doing the right things in your business. So, so what do people actually need to be tracking um, to make sure that the networking that they're doing is actually successful um, besides first touch. Where do they go? So obviously, you know who the referral is, where you got the referral, but then the two things that I track that I started out tracking uh, was, uh, did they actually meet with me and did I close them? What was the result? Those were the two things I started tracking right away. Uh, and then as I started realizing I was getting referrals from referrals and I added in, did they refer me as something else I was tracking so that I could see who my best, I can start identifying potential referral partners, but really it doesn't have to be complicated. This could be a super easy tracking system of, Hey, who is it? And did they close? Yes. Perfect. Now, you know, right. And I love that simplicity of it. The only thing that I, that I I really added up front, um, and I added a couple of things, but you know, I started listing out the events and the associations and the lunches and I started going, okay, how many contacts did I meet during that time? How many were potential prospects that were a part of that? And by doing that over a couple months, it really showed me more of the events that I needed to get more laser focused on. So for me, it was, you know, tracking, you know, the success of the actual event itself after I quit doing all the the happy hours, once I started looking at, you know, the individual success of the event, I started saying, okay, how many people did I meet? How many did I get a next step with? Um, you know, where are we going to go grab a cup of coffee? Where they invite me in their office? Where they come into my office? And what that allowed me to do was look at my overall activity in the event to know that if I was doing the right activities inside the event to move it forward. And because I've always sucked at follow-up, I know that I had to game my own system. You know, if I didn't get a meeting set at the event, at the activity, at the thing, I wasn't getting a meeting set. Right. Because I just sucked at follow up. So I had to do it right then and there. So it was it was a fascinating number. I mean, I'm, I'm the first time I looked at my my conversion to I met somebody to a meeting, it was low. And what I realized is I just wasn't asking enough people 
to go on some sort of first date, if you will, you know, uh, go from this event to let's sit down and actually have a business conversation. And I, I think, you know, that's a really key moment for people to go, okay, am I doing the right activities inside the networking? But to your point, just keeping it simple of, you know, who did I meet? Did they close? Will be a billion times further along the line than most people, you know, have ever yep. done prior to and, that. and I think I really had two systems. I had the system that I just shared, which was really for my uh, my networking groups where I was a member and the whole goal was passing referrals. Then it was really just tracking who was the referral, did they meet with me, and did they actually close? And it was really super simple. For my associations, I think I, I did go deeper. You know, I did track, all right, so what events am I going? How many people am I meeting? And had a little more robust tracking in there. Uh, but it was still really easy. I just needed to be able to pull up numbers to show marketing, say, all right, so here's the results. Here's you know, the events I've done. Here's how many people I've met. Here's how many people met with me. Here's how many closed. And then as I got better, then I added in revenue. Or, you know, for Nextel, it was more actually number of phones. How many phones did we sell them? So then I could say, hey, so this nice. generated, you know, 500 phones last year. Sweet. Perfect. We'll keep yeah. paying money. Uh, but it was also the other cool thing that's tracking, especially for like associations and these types of organizations that you might be selling into. Uh, the other thing I looked at was, you know, how did they engage with us as an association? Were they open to us doing stuff? Were they trying to get help us get in front of their members? Or was it really a, here's our book? You know, go. Thanks for your money. You know, go go participate. Uh, and though I found the ones that I was most successful at were the ones who were who wanted to help us and wanted to figure out how we could be in front of their client, their members, and actually help their members be successful. And then it became much easier. Yeah. Uh, so starting to track those types of conversations became a. Uh, selling point as well when I went back to marketing because I could say, all right, so this one, they're starting off slow, but here's all the stuff they're doing. They're being proactive with us and inviting us to do things and get involved. We need to keep working with this because this is going to hit as opposed to the one it's like that I never talked to anyone at after I joined. Right. And I, and I like that you could look at it and actually justify the investment you know, and have some, some parameters of, should I renew? Should I do this again? And I think if more associations would help their members, you know, actually track what's happening inside the association forum, that they would retain a lot more of their people overall. Something else that I started tracking was uh, this kind of spider web idea of, was I meeting people that could, if they weren't the right person, but their Rolodex of contacts were the right people I needed to meet. So I started collecting people in different associations and different, you know, breakfast events that had either a knack for getting all the CEOs together, or they had the ability to, to get me to different CEOs. And there was a couple of guys that I used to do a ton of networking with that we would both kind of three of us actually would play the room on, okay, who do you know is going to be at this event? That's going to be sitting with the type of people that you need to be. And, you know, we started keeping, and we'd sit down, you know, kind of this, you know, power team, our small little board of directors group, and we'd sit down and go, okay, what events are coming up? 
who do we know that's going to be at that event? Is that one going to be worth our time? And we could quickly evaluate based on, you know, is this, you know, the type of people that we need to get engaged with or can they get us to? And based on those evaluations, we could find. So it was an interesting thing to kind of, you know, track the spider web, if you will, of where all the connections you were meeting, who they were connected to. It was also fascinating to look at all those connections and go, okay, where else are they networking? We found a lot of different networking opportunities by looking at these people who were good at collecting, you know, our ideal clients or were our ideal clients. And we found other association, other trades, uh, you know, other events and things to attend because we were tracking, you know, what other activities they were doing. Um, and some of that came from just generalized conversations. Some of that came from looking at their LinkedIn profiles because people tend to, uh, you know, put their associations and things are a part of on their, their LinkedIn profiles, which was a really nice way to, to glance and go, okay, well, let's see what's going on there. Um, no, I think that's really cool. That, that's not something I ever actually thought of doing was trying to track where other people would, would network at and then, you know, figuring out, all right, so they go here. Was that a good event? So I, I think that's really cool. And I wish I would have thought of that. Um, but the funny thing is that was a question that I would ask at events, especially if it was someone who I could tell was more of the social type person, the, the high eye, you know, all right, so where else do you network? You know, what other events do you go to that are that are awesome that you meet a ton of people at? Because uh, then they get to they got to share their experiences, which was a cool way to, to get into conversation with them. So I, I was asking the question, but I never tracked it. So I, I think that's a really cool way to to expand your network and not get stuck in that same rut of, all right, I'm going to this same chamber event this month and it's a monthly thing. And, and that's where you go. Yeah, we and I'm, I probably need to teach this uh, this idea to Success Champions Networking on our Thursday training. But I used to keep create like these buckets of you know where were these clusters of people. So I had like this client bucket, and inside that client's bucket, you know, we were looking at very specifically who were they connected to, what did they network, and then you know I had our vendors bucket where vendors that were doing business with us, and we would track where they connected to and. And, you know, what are they involved with? And I, I collected these different buckets of people because I wanted to know, you know, were we hitting all the places that we needed to to get in front of our ideal prospects and clients? So I think if people will start looking at their network as more of a spider web or maybe a cluster map, you know, they're going to see that there's a lot of things intertwined. And what's fascinating is by looking where everybody was spending their times and how they were connected and what they were doing, we oftentimes found that this client would maybe be a part of association that another one of our clients were a part of, you know, so we would go to that association and we'd already know a couple people part of the association would help with the transition of, you know, invading that particular association and getting dove in a little bit, you know, deeper into what we were doing. Yeah. It's, you know, it always helps to know people when you go to the event. For sure. For sure. For sure. So, you know, guys on this one, I think the biggest thing to, to think about is to keep it very, very, very simple, but to start tracking 
what's happening inside of your networking groups, your networking events, your association, trade shows, all the likes, and start looking at what is happening inside of it and is it really worth your time? And if you can't find the ROI of all the things you're doing, then you're just going to get frustrated and continue to spin your wheels and likely be spending time in places that that are bringing you no value and you're becoming the networker. And as we always say, you don't want to be the networker. You want to be the connector, the person that can open doors for other people. So a uh, big action step this week is create some sort of simple system for you to track your stuff, whether it's inside your CRM, whether it's Excel spreadsheet, but dive into it and say, you know, here's where we can find success. So you can come back and references and reference it. Um, and as always, guys, do us a favor. If you got any tips, tricks, any value out of this episode, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a five-star review and share this out with one person who you think would, would find value from this. And as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.